Hi everyone, Seth Weiner here, your Rockshineer. Welcome to Coffee Connections, Insights with Innovators. I know many of you are looking at me saying, where's the jacket? And what's going on with the backdrop? Totally different scene. Well, folks, I'm actually in South Florida. Um, here, uh, my mom's having some health things, so I came down here to support her and to celebrate my dad's 85th birthday on Sunday. Uh, so I'm in South Florida. I'm actually at a college friend of mine's house who's not here, and he's got a pool and a house that I'm able to work out of. So thank you, Joey Lichter, for allowing me to use your place. Uh, but that's that's the difference of the scene. And yeah, in typical situation, I would postpone uh, and rebook our guests. But this guest, I just I, I didn't want to do that. I'm so excited to talk to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring in here in just a second. Our guest today is Keith Parker. That's right from uh, Goodwill, North Georgia. He's the president and CEO. Keith uh, is, like I mentioned, with Goodwill of North Georgia, is what, which if you don't know, is one of the largest nonprofit organizations in the Southeast. They span a 45 county territory operating 64 stores. 54 attended donation centers and 13 career centers, which is super interesting. They've, uh, they employ over 3,000 team members, each of whom play a direct role in supporting the organization's donated goods, retail operations, and its career services. Annually, they serve more than 7 million shoppers, and I am one of those shoppers. Um, through the revenue generated in those stores, this organization is able to train and connect over 25,000 North Georgians to jobs each year. I'm going to say that again. They help connect and train over 25,000 people in our community to jobs. Um, this has brought them to be one of the most successful workforce development agencies in Georgia. Parker took his helm at uh, GNG in October 2017. But before that, his leadership roles have been all over, and a lot of them are in some of the largest transit systems in several cities, including San Antonio, Charlotte, and right here in Atlanta uh, with the MARTA. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Keith Parker. Hi, Keith. How are you? Hello. Good afternoon. Good How's afternoon. Florida? Well, as they say, it's, it's sunny in South Florida, although it can change any second. It's uh, I grew up down here, so, uh, but it's, it's, I mean, I, I left Atlanta and the fall leaves were falling and it was starting to get cold and now it's like 90 something. So I feel like I just went back to summer. Wishing the best for you, for your family. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. So coffee connections, there's a lot like coffee talk. So it's time for our coffee talk. Do you have a coffee mug? I do. Hey, tell us about well, that mug. Will you? Well, uh, one of my uh, greatest achievements was pledging the Omega Sci Fi fraternity uh, while I was in uh, undergrad in college. And Omega Sci Fi is uh, one of the most well known, uh, particularly of the Black Greek uh, fraternities. Uh, we are, and this is our shield. It's called our excusion. So it has all these sort of ritualistic uh, secrets embedded in here and so forth. But. <laughs> Um, I pledged many years ago as an undergraduate uh, at Virginia Commonwealth University and the fraternity. I still stay very active with them here locally in Atlanta. I have met great friends throughout the years and look forward to my son one day who's seven years old now. So he has a little bit oh, to go. I, my so son's seven forward. as well. That's good. Well, cool, cool. We'll look forward <laughs> to him joining the ranks of some incredible people who fled to fraternity, including folks like Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. And, 
uh, and politics, some of the most well-known politicians, astronauts, scientists, doctors, uh, you, you name it, uh, and, and Omega sort of leads the way. So my daughter gave me this mug for my birthday. And so this is one I proudly display. Oh, right on. Well, on the on the note of science, I went to my friend who's a professor over at um, FIU and went to his coffee cupboard to find a science mug. <laughs> Pretty yeah. cool. So when it comes to coffee, uh, are you a hot coffee drinker or a cold coffee drinker? Iced. I'm a tea drinker. So a tea I, drinker. I am, I am. I love green tea and I love a number of the different flavored teas. So I've had friends send me uh, boxes and boxes of tea. Uh, and so that, that's one of the things I enjoy quite a bit. All right. How about kombucha? Do you like that? I tried it only a couple of times, a little, you know, a little rough for my, for my taste, for yeah. my palate, but, you know, uh, here and there, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. All right. Um, but the tea though. So yeah. So, uh, post dinner, everyone has coffee. Well, not everyone, but the, you're at a nice restaurant. They offer coffee. Uh, you, you go for tea or just, just, I, do. Uh, I go for tea. I go for tea. So I'm a morning tea drinker. And an after dinner tea drinker. Yes. All right. All right. Well, um, I'm really excited for you to share about your organization. I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to you. Tell everyone about not just the Goodwill, but Goodwill of North Georgia, uh, what your mission is, what you're currently doing, uh, and a little bit about how you got there. So our mission is one of the most pure that anyone can find. I mean, on the back of all of our business cards, a very simple phrase, we put people to work. That's our mission, to put people to work. We are in our 95th year, so we're looking forward to year 100 coming up uh, very soon. Uh, and during those 95 years, we've kept it, again, pretty simple. Uh, no matter what race, religion, gender, walk of life uh, you may come from, if you go to any one of our uh, career centers or join us virtually, Goodwill of North Georgia in a, in a, in a judgment-free zone will help you reach your career dreams. Uh, for some people, it's, a, it's as simple as someone walks into one of our career centers and they say, hey, look, here's my resume. And I'm a little nervous that I have misspelled some words or the phrasing on it isn't uh, quite right. Can you, can you have somebody just take a look at it for me? Or they may be a retired veteran who hasn't interviewed for a job in a very long time. And they just want someone to sit down with them to give them the things to say and not say uh, during the interview. Uh, so you have people like that who literally may only need an hour, two hours uh, of our help to folks who walk in and they have enormous challenges in front of them. Uh, folks who may be coming out of the criminal justice system, people who may be or have been homeless, uh, who have a cognitive or physical disability, who have just myriad issues and challenges in front of them. We embrace them as well. And sometimes I uh, would lay out a whole host of wraparound services uh, with the, any one of the 5,000 partners we have out there to get that person, remove all those barriers in front of him or her and help them find a job as well. So we got this pretty cool formula that we use and we've been using it again for uh, 95 years where we have these now 65 different stores and over 50 donation centers where anybody can just drop off their lightly used goods and we take those lightly used goods process them a bit, put them out on the floor, sell them, and take all the profits from that and help people find work. So as you mentioned, uh, last year, actually, we uh, led the nation uh, amongst all the Goodwills in the country 
uh, with just over 27,000 people we help find jobs here in North Georgia. And, and those jobs range from minimum wage, entry-level folks, to people making right around six figures, uh, depending on what they needed and the type of support that we could help them, uh, that we can engender to them. So the Goodwill of North Georgia story has been one that's extraordinarily positive and one that we continue to grow and continue to meet all of the incredible needs that our region is bringing to us. And now during this time of COVID, we think we're going to become more integral than ever uh, in the overall fabric of what makes the Atlanta metro area the most spectacular area to be in anywhere in the country. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, because for a lot of us, I mean, many folks, no goodwill is like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm moving. Let me see. I need silverware. I need, you know, I need something, right? And you go there and you, you might find, you might score something pretty good, like a really nice, you know, pot that, uh, you know, new is $150 you get for like 20 bucks. <laughs> but you don't, not everyone really realizes where that money is going. And the fact that you have these education centers, uh, these career centers, excuse me. And there's a new one. I remember that um, right across, uh, over in a, La Vista, not La Vista, excuse me, North Druid and um, Lawrenceville Highway uh, that opened up. And it's, it's massive. It's massive. And I've always wondered what goes on in there. Can you talk a little bit more about the um, the career center and, and sure, how, sure. That, how that works? We have uh, 13 career centers that are physical brick and mortar institutions. We also have a virtual career center, which I'll talk about in a moment. But at any one of those career centers, again, they're sprinkled throughout North Georgia, you can walk in free of charge. You can make an appointment or just walk in and we will help you in a whole, just in myriad of ways. Uh, everything again from that, just a very simple scan of, of your resume or talk to you about interviewing skills to full scale job training. That's one of the things that we do and do very effectively is that we have job training uh, to get people prepared for or enhancing their careers and everything from construction computer literacy, uh, in the hospitality industry, medicine, you name it. Again, we, we do a just incredible array of different types of workforce development, workforce training for whatever it is that your dream may be. And those career centers, the types of training we offer changes depending upon what area we're in. So for example, uh, we're, we are going to go under construction soon for a brand new career center in the city of Atlanta off of Metropolitan Parkway. In that area, we will in all likelihood, because of proximity, be talking to the airport, talking to Porsche, talking to a whole host of other businesses and potential job providers about what their needs are. And we will set up the job training and the workforce development programs to fit those particular needs and talk wow. to the people in those neighborhoods about what opportunities they want to take advantage of and we'll shape the job training for them. Yeah. So that, that's really smart, though. I mean, that's that's ingenious. Our, our most our careers to me, it's like that's a no brainer. If you really want to get people jobs, talk to people who are, have the jobs and find out what they want so you can train the people for them. I mean, is that not a normal thing for a career center? Because that seems well, really smart. Well, it's, interestingly, you know, uh, we're now there, there are 158 different goodwill regions around the country. Some of we're, we're, we're similarly built, uh, if you will, like a United Way. Uh, YMCA's, different groups like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Boys and girls clubs. So we have a territory. So our territory is the North Georgia area going as far south as Griffin 
and then we go north to the border states. And within that territory, we now, thankfully, knock on wood and through luck, hard work, and a whole host of other things, uh, we're now the number one of all of those goodwills in the country of putting people oh, great. Them to, to get connected to jobs. And a big part of that has been the listening component. And we have over 5,000 corporate partners, people from Home Depot and Walmart and Amazon to literally mom and pop shops of one or two people. And we try to work with all of them and talk to them about their needs and then try to uh, get employees or prospective employees who can help them uh, meet all of their business needs. So to give you a little example of that, yeah, uh, yeah. Amazon, we started, <clears throat> you know, I was on the selection team that was trying to recruit Amazon to move here uh, to Atlanta. When, when remember that whole, that, that oh, whole yeah. the com national competition to get Amazon to move to your city. So I was on Atlanta's uh, team and ultimately, of course, Atlanta didn't get the uh, headquarters here, but Amazon did move a lot of resources here and, and still building. I mean, they, they, you just heard a, new re a recent announcement of another thousand person facility that uh, they're building. But uh, about 18, 20 months ago, um, we started a partnership with uh, the group here that was already here and started uh, listening to them about what their needs were. And so they hired about 5,000 or so people over a course of about 18 months. We provided just under 3,000 of those people for them. So, and, and, and for many of our, our clients, that's a life-changing uh, type situation where it may have been a person who was working with us, uh, who we helped find a position, say in hospitality, or help them find a position uh, working at a local restaurant or what have you. Maybe they're making nine, fifty, ten bucks an hour, yeah. and after this Amazon job that we helped them find, that wage jumps up to a minimum of seventeen dollars an hour, uh, with great growth opportunities. So we do that literally every single day when we partner with these different. Uh, uh, different companies and help them find people and help those people find a job and uh, the job and career of their dreams. And then for those folks who didn't are looking for just a particular job, uh, again, we do the job training so that they're ready for a whole host of things. And then even further, for those who just say, hey, look, I don't want to work for anybody. I want to work for myself. I want to go to work, do my own thing. We have a multi-week program called Good Biz where we teach people, people the fundamentals of owning your own business, help them, we then help them write their business plan and the whole works and get them situated, even help them out finding uh, lenders and, and that sort of thing and help them create their own business. And now what's great about that is that that's now turned into fertile ground for us because those people who started sure. businesses now need uh, clients from us to help fill the ranks of their business. So it's a great little ecosystem. That we've been yeah, able to no, over the years. That makes a lot of sense. So then what about um, the, the folks that are, first of all, if someone is looking for a job, it seems silly if they're not going with a career center. But what about folks that maybe are changing career or uh, that, that are highly educated and are changing career? Is this still a, a, a good resource for them or is this for folks that maybe don't have the education yet? Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. I, I give you a great example. We had a retreat with our board a few months ago and uh, had a discussion about well, and what we like to do to really personalize it and make it real uh, for our board members is to have them meet some of the folks, some of our clients. And so every year we bring in uh, what we call our clients participants. 
and we'll bring in participants doing different things. So this one young man comes in, and I say young, uh, but mid-30s, and he has an undergrad from UGA and a master's degree from Georgia Tech. And he always had these dreams and, and so forth. But as he described it, there was something missing. There's just some piece of how he either presented himself or what he accented or didn't accent on his resume that mm-hmm. was holding him back from getting you know, the, the jobs he was going after and so forth. So he went through our program we have with this company called TechBridge. And it is all about getting you certified in a whole host of different computer languages and other IT type of skills. And so he took that, took that training, which again, free of charge for him. And uh, fast forward, confidence is through the roof. Mm. Picked up a few new skills. He gets a job with a major company, uh, making a heck of a lot more money than he never made before in his life, but at the same time was creating his own small business. So his goal is to now keep working in the job with the big multinational corporation who he's working with, but save some money and build up his side business to the point where it then becomes his full-time pursuit in just a few years. So yes, we have people quite literally on a third grade education coming out of prison who need a lot of help in the basics to master degree professionals who just, again, need that little bit of confidence, some, some, uh, pointers on how to how to interview, uh, uh, things to say and not say, uh, and <laughs> just very simply, connections. You know, we, sounds like we, I should, it sounds like I should take that just for relationship advice. <laughs> yes, and, and, and you know, some of the people who learn the most are people like me who think, that, hey, like I've interviewed for a lot of jobs, I know a ton and, and so on. It's amazing how when you sit down with a career counselor who does this stuff for a living every single day, they tell you, you're coming across a little bit too smug or you're coming across like you know more than the interviewer. Uh, so, so just tone it down a bit. Let us give you some pointers about not saying this, but say that and, mm-hmm. and not using your hands too much or not speaking too loudly or it, all those various things that someone objectively right. watching and listening to you can give you good feedback on that your parents, your wife, your kids may not give you that same type of feedback. Uh, and don't go to your friends because they're just going to tell you how great you are <laughs> or no, bad you are. It depends on your friends, right? <laughs> so, so that's amazing. But then, then I'm just sitting here thinking like, this is great. And you've got, you've got all these people you're helping uh, get jobs. But what about now where, I don't know, the jobs like stop for a second. I mean, for a second, I mean, we, you know, for longer than a second, but we're, we're entering a very, very unique time at, for when we're, when the economy starting to kick back in new jobs are going to pop up, but a lot of jobs are what happened to all these people. You got all these people jobs and then it's like, sorry, we're closed. Or especially if you got people like, I imagine jobs like the, uh, you said you're talking about downtown Atlanta. I'm thinking the hospitality industry, all the people that were working in the ballparks and the, uh, and the, the concessions and like all these sort of things that it's gone. You know, the music industry, we're on pause. What, what, what happens to, well, where's that all go for you to, to, to you now you still have new people that need jobs, but you also have other people that had jobs that need jobs again. So one of the reasons why I uh, like to do shows like this and get out and get the message about what Goodwill does is that we like to remove a lot of the myths that are out there. And one of the myths that, 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 that are out there today is that there aren't very many jobs. 
in reality, I think the last time I looked, we had over a thousand positions available uh, in, in Metro Atlanta of various types uh, with different companies who we work with. Uh, so there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of opportunities. And when I say that number, that number is just a, a, a micro number of the overall things that are available with, uh, with many of the companies that are out there. But right now, today, all sorts of, of course, the companies you think of immediately, the Walmarts, the Amazons, the Kroger's, places like that, and, and, and quite, even quite a few restaurants still need people. In addition, trucking companies, construction companies still need people. Computer companies, particularly those of people who come in with some skill sets on cyber and other things, still need lots and lots of people. So we are making those connections every single day. And one of the ways we've shifted that, that we had to pivot was when we shut down, because we had to shut down uh, our stores during the height of the right, pandemic. Right, yeah. uh, we did that uh, out of you know an abundance of caution to keep our customers safe, to keep our employees safe, and the community at large safe. Uh, but when we shut down, the needs were still there. So there were, uh, of course, you everybody needs a grocery store. And, and of course, Amazon's work went up, so they needed more and more people yeah. uh, to uh, uh, to package, distribute, and all those things that they need to do. And we were able, even during that shutdown period, we kept our virtual career center open. Oh, okay. At, uh, careerconnector.org, uh, and we kept that we, we kept that open and helped hundreds and hundreds of people find jobs, even during the complete shutdown period of the uh, of the pandemic. And that's continued, where mm -hmm. it's odd. People still aren't completely comfortable walking into a career center the way they used to. Uh, well, right. One, yeah, one, one career center, for example, our center in South Decay, 8,000 people walked through those doors last mm -hmm. year. Uh, this year, those numbers are down, but hundreds and hundreds and even thousands now are connecting to, to us virtually. So yeah. uh, rather than have to uh, get in your car or get on a bus or what have you to get to the career center, now you can just go onto the website and still get one-to-one -one attention, still get the resume review, and even still get some of the job training. Well, let's uh, face so it, we, a lot of the interviews that they're going to be doing are going to be virtual. Oh, absolutely. We've had our biggest career fairs. We do these career fairs with different groups, and our biggest ever was one we recently uh, partnered with the Metro Atlanta Chamber of Commerce. Oh, okay. And, and I think our final numbers were somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,000 people joined that career fair virtually. And right. we had, I believe, some in the neighborhood of several hundred employers who were represented. And so some people literally, the day of that event, got jobs right over the, right over the internet. That's uh, amazing. And, and we were able to you know, jump right in, pivoting from whatever they were doing before to something new. Yeah, and you bring up a good point, though, is that even though the concessions may be closed over at uh, you know the, the stadium and all those jobs are lost, but Amazon just opened up, uh, you know, the, it's not just them opening up a new warehouse, but the deliveries are just skyrocketing. So there, there's a shift in, in new jobs and a shift in, and people just have to embrace it. Uh, and as they're embracing the at-home training, and, and quite frankly, I don't think things will ever get back to what we call normal because there's a new normal. This is no, the new normal. People are more comfortable now and open to and accepting to having an interview over Zoom or learning a class over Zoom. And I think that's that's 
that's neat because we're finally embracing technology in a way that, that allows us to move forward as a society. Well, that's a great segue into a, a program that we recently started with Fulton County. So Fulton County got uh, some dollars, they received some federal dollars uh, to help deal with uh, the uh, dealing with the pandemic. So of course, thousands of people in Fulton have lost their positions uh, as a result of COVID-19. So we partnered with them, with, with Fulton and the Chamber of Commerce again, to create a program centered around digital literacy. So what we know is that now almost every single job that you that, that's out there, uh, having some level of digital literacy can help you. And for some, it's the difference between you getting the job at all or, or, or not. And, and so we're now offering classes free of charge where you can pick up a host of different skill sets uh, that make uh, that, that will now make you much more marketable in, in terms of your own uh, skill set. Me personally, uh, you know, I do a lot of these Zoom meetings, but I'm still not proficient at it. So I'm going to be taking a class in just the next few weeks and how to perfect and how to become an expert uh, on uh, on Zoom and these and these various other platforms, not just Zoom, but all these various other platforms. And we're right. teaching people a whole host of other digital skills, uh, because even if you are doing work like landscaping or if you are uh, now doing trucking or if you're stocking food, there's a component to it. There's an app or there's some other piece that makes your job a whole lot easier and make you a whole lot more marketable if you know how to effectively use your phone or your iPad and, and so forth. We're having, we're having some roof issues uh, in my house. So, you know, uh, and we're probably in need of a, a, a roof repair, maybe even replacement. And I was amazed as we brought out different people to come out here, and take a look at our roof and give us an estimate of what it would cost to get it fixed. Now these guys who used to be, you know, the dirt on the fingernail type uh, types of, uh, and it was all men typically working in these jobs, the dirt under the fingernail types of jobs. Yeah. Who just get on a ladder and get on top of your roof and they get out some tape measures and and they would you know take a quick look at this stuff and then they go back to the office and get on a, a spreadsheet and then a few days they, they'll come back and tell you hey look here's how much your roof's going there here's how much it'll cost you to get your roof done these guys now have apps on their cell phones while they're on there they connect to satellites that start taking pictures of huh. your roof and, and within minutes can send you an estimate of what's going on that includes pictures and the whole works of your roof. And a lot of these guys have uh, high school or not even completely, some of them don't even have uh, full high school education at this point. But because of the technology and now their ability to use it, they're doing things that a few years ago, someone who had to major in some type of computer uh, programming would have to do. So yes, even the most fundamental basic frontline jobs now have a need for digital literacy, and that's a part of the uh, demand we're out there make, uh, meeting. That's amazing, and a lot safer too, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, well, that that's amazing. Um, I commend you for all the the, the movement forward you're doing here. Uh, it's just just fantastic. Uh, I do want to shift a minute and talk about fundraising. Uh, you mentioned that the Goodwill stores that we've all donated to, we've all shopped at. Uh, and how that is a revenue generator for these programs. Where else does most of uh, your funding come from? Is it individual donors? Is it through events or is it through uh, grants and um, foundations and that sort of stuff? 
So literally for almost the entire 95 years, Go Will of North Georgia has been uh, in existence. We've done very little of the traditional fundraising. So we, de- we never had events like uh, galas or mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the luncheons or marathons or anything like that uh, to raise funds. We use the stores. We use the stores to generate the uh, uh, to generate the prop to, to generate the revenue, and then take took those profits to uh, become great at workforce development. What we have found in recent years is, like everybody else knows, the retail market is a fickle market. Is it? probably the best way I can describe it. And so the groups that we grew up with, the Sears and the JCPenney's and the Toys R Us, and now yeah. even more recently, the Pier 1 Imports and dozens and dozens and dozens yeah. of other companies have either gone out of business or they are you know, in, in a very tough, very, very tough situation. We recognize that our mission is so critical to the health and welfare of Metro Atlanta that we can't be completely beholden to the ups and downs of, of retail. So we have now aggressively gone out to look for new revenue sources. And one of those will be through charitable donations outside of, or in addition to the donations people make, you know, at our stores and at our career center and at our uh, attended donation centers. So we have uh, been out there talking with people about the various ways that their monies and uh, donations can turn into great dream of uh, helping people reach their dreams from a career standpoint. So to yeah. give you an example of that, we're opening up a new career center and store in uh, off of Metropolitan Parkway in South Atlanta. So we went on a fundraising drive to help pay for it. And thankfully, some great foundations and, and others uh, have contributed to that project to the point where, again, we'll be breaking ground in just the next few months. And mm-hmm. a good portion of the, the, the dollars needed came from philanthropic charitable type donations and we'll be doing more of that in fact i'm hiring right now as we speak we're looking for a vice president of development who will help lead the way for us in uh, securing those foundation dollars and and and, what's, and and the reason why i also want to do this is that when we measure goodwill of north georgia and compete against all the other workforce development groups out there and there's some fantastic ones all around the state of georgia but by almost every single metric, cost per person place, number of people placed in various positions, the impact, how long do people keep the jobs after we help them uh, get the initial job, their their career growth, all these different things, we win and we win big. You know, we, mm-hmm. we are head and shoulders in many many respects over, uh, over all these various other groups. So for so my calculation on it became. If someone's giving a dollar towards workforce development, shouldn't that dollar go to the place where it's going to have the greatest impact? So that's why we now are being a bit more aggressive about telling our story about where those dollars are going, because we're, we're really doing it. We have an incredible team of professionals, long-term dedicated people who do this every single day, and they're doing a fantastic job of helping people reach their dreams, despite the myriad of barriers that uh, may be in front of them. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, makes me think, though, also that you've got all of these folks. I mean, so many folks that have been able to find success through Goodwill. Uh, I imagine that they, they have Goodwill to give back to Goodwill uh, from their successes. So there's got to be a lot of that out there. Yes, our, our greatest, you know, we, 
it's amazing. I do a lot of speeches in front of Rotary clubs, mm-hmm. Kawala clubs, chambers of commerce, groups like that. And I always ask the question, how many people have either donated to or shopped at or both yeah. of Goodwill? And every single time, everybody in the room raises their hand. So they've either shopped yeah. at or donated to a Goodwill, just about everybody. But then I'll go through a presentation and then I have all these dumbfounded looks like, I had no idea. Goodwill helps people start businesses. Goodwill is the number one group in, in Georgia in helping people find jobs. Goodwill does stuff for veterans. Goodwill helps people coming out of prison. Goodwill helps people with disabilities. I mean, it's I get all these looks like I, they may know one of those things. Uh-huh. But there's always this, I had no idea. But part of why I'm doing more of this type of, of, uh, of show is to get the word out. To let yeah. people know, yeah, because there are lots of people donating to different workforce development types of places, uh, but we want them to know that a dollar donated to us is going to have a greater impact than pretty much any other place they could put that dollar. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. teach teach a man or uh, teach a person to fish. <laughs> yeah, the type of mentality that you can give a person lots and lots of handouts, but what's going to more fundamentally change that person and his or her children's lives than getting somebody in, in even the most difficult and in some respects, challenged households, getting at least one person in that household a stable job, mm-hmm. a job that benefits, a job that can provide for them and their families. Really, there's not much more that you can do that has greater impact for that person. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I know I could talk to you for hours. I mean, just even just your career uh, with the um, with working with the MARTA and um, everything else, but, um, but we are running out of time, a little over time. So I appreciate you giving that extra time. Um, yeah, just thank, thanks so much for, for your, your time today and sharing with us. Uh, we always close our episodes with our guests picking one of our future guests. And I was curious, did you have, uh, another organization here in Georgia in Atlanta, uh, that would be a good fit for coffee connections? Yeah. I mean, there's so many great people doing some really, really cool things. Uh, all around this, uh, all around this region. But one of my favorites is Lawrence Kuntz. And, and Lauren is the CEO of the YMCA. Oh, uh, wow, so, yeah. And, and she helped me out uh, on a job search recently where I was recruiting a new CFO. And and so she uh, helped us pick this superstar who's now turned out to be just our dream uh, of, of a teammate. And so I think uh, she would be great for you and your show to learn about all the fantastic things they've got going on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I very much would look forward to talking with her. Thank you for that, uh, for that intro there. And uh, again, thanks for your time and all, all that you're doing for Georgia and for just everyone. I mean, it's just, uh, it, was, it was amazing to learn all that. I hope our viewers and uh, listeners in, enjoyed. And again, folks, go to goodwillng.org. That's for Goodwill of North Georgia to... Uh, make a contribution and learn more about what's going on. Um, Thank you so much for your time. We'll be back next week, folks. We're continuing. Uh, We've got lots and lots of guests coming up. So um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Everyone have a wonderful day.